I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. BYU takes on the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Inside for the touchdown, Cody Epps scores. Third time in his mid- Escaping with a rivalry win one week ago. Chris turns the corner near side. 15 10, 5, touchdown, Christopher Brooks. It's a national stage and a legendary opponent. We've been in that stadium before, so uh, we're looking forward to this matchup. Uh, let's just give it our all and see what we can get done. BYU travels to the high desert of Las Vegas in search of another signature win. We all know what we're doing, you can tell. Now it's just a matter of just kind of getting rid of some of the, you know, the butterflies, maybe the nerves, and just going and playing ball full speed now. This is KSL's extended. BYU pregame coverage sponsored by UCCU. Here are Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte live from Las Vegas on Utah's legacy home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio. Start of hour number four of our extended pregame coverage. We are taking you uh, throughout this pregame buildup of BYU and Notre Dame live inside Allegiant Stadium. KSL News Time, 3.06 p.m. Uh, the Allegiant Stadium field has Notre Dame and Fighting Irish in the end zones right now on the field. The the Las Vegas Raiderettes, they've made the, the appearance here at the game, so apparently they will be here to enjoy the festivities of BYU versus Notre Dame. And BYU is the ranked team, number 16 in the country, yet Notre Dame is the favorite. So BYU, despite their high ranking, is the underdog in this matchup. And let's dive into this further, Matt, in our segment where we look at this matchup in three and out. Three and out. A quick hit look at BYU's next opponent on the gridiron. It's three and out on Cougar Sports Saturday. Three and out, and today's extended pregame coverage is brought to you by UCCU. UCCU offers home equity lines of credit with no fees or closing costs. UCCU, love where you bank. We break down some stats, some players, some bold predictions in three and outs. Let's get going with first down. First down. This is where we give you an interesting stat of the day, and there were a few different ones that I considered, but the one that really jumped out to me was this will be the ninth meeting between BYU and Notre Dame. Notre Dame leads it 6-2. to two. In all meetings, BYU, the most points they've ever scored, is 23, and that was in a loss. Interesting. That, yeah, so even in their win, I think the most they've scored in a win is 21. Like, they do not score a lot of points against Notre Dame for whatever reason. So BYU has to score more than 23 points if they're going to win the football game. 24 was that barometer for Bronco Mendenhall. Maybe, you know, I'm teeing you off on something later in the program. But 23 points is the most they've ever scored against Notre Dame. Now, this Notre Dame defense is not nearly as good as other Notre Dame defenses, but still very interesting that through eight 
appearances so far. 23 is the high for BYU. Notre Dame, on the other hand, they scored over 30 in half of the meetings. So, And they've been in the 40s a couple times as well. So uh, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, it's Notre Dame players are starting to come onto the field here at Allegiant Stadium. They're getting a look of the field. They're walking around uh, the 50-yard line here. It'll be interesting to see, you know, now that we're about, you know, less than two and a half hours away from kickoff, we'll see BYU rolling in here very soon as well. My stat uh, to keep an eye on is 91st. Uh, that's where BYU ranks nationally in time of possession. I'm big that if BYU's offense gets the opportunities to touch the ball and, and, and put together drives, they will have success against Notre Dame. I think they will put up more points than what they've historically done against the Irish. Uh, BYU's averaged 28 minutes and 52 seconds of time of possession this year. Can BYU's defense get enough stops and allow the offense to have the drives necessary and the time of possession to put up those points and, and get BYU the upset win? Second down. All right, here's where we give you a player from each team to keep an eye on, and I'm just going to give you both of mine right out of the gate because I think this is a very interesting matchup. For BYU, it's Max Tooley, and for Notre Dame, it's their tight end, Michael Mayer. The reason I bring that up, Mitch, is I think there's going to be some opportunities in the passing game for Max Tooley to make plays against Michael Mayer. Tooley is a very good coverage linebacker, and there's going to be chances in the flat or across the middle where it's going to be his assignment to gov- uh, to cover Mayer, who is one of the best tight ends in all of college football. Uh, Mayer has played 28 games in his career, and he's caught a pass in every single one of those 28 games. He had over 70 receptions last year for Notre Dame. This guy is dang good. Can Max Tooley, though? He is, he's undersized. Uh, when you look at the weight between the two players, Michael Mayer is 265. Max Tooley is uh, well below that uh, defensively as, as a linebacker grabbing his weight here for you this is this is a riveting radio as they look for someone's weight uh i cannot find it on this thing what is going on here anyways uh he's not 265 so Thule versus mayor is a very interesting matchup for me i I like that one i think for me the players to watch are jaron hall of course byu quarterback second full season as a starter and jaron has been Phenomenal. BYU has not had a turnover the last four games. That's that's impressive stuff. BYU's ball security has been top-notch. What's interesting, too, is that Notre Dame has not had many takeaways this season. They've only had one uh, so far. So BYU could potentially extend this streak to five games uh, if, if the trends continue to bear itself out and BYU uh, maintains that high level of ball security, and that's in large part because Jaron Hall. I think Jaron's got to have a huge game today. You know, he... He took that hard hit last week against Utah State, and I'm sure that rattled him, rattled him a bit. And But uh, he's got to be spectacular for BYU to get this win. And I think for, for Notre Dame, the player that I'm watching is their defensive end, Isaiah Foskey, uh, 6'5", 265, a senior out of Antioch, California. Uh, BYU's offensive line, they're good. Are they going to be great, though? And they got some tough defensive linemen to contain uh, to protect Jaron Hall so he doesn't take any additional hits in this game. Foskey's going to be trying to barrel down and, and uh, uh, you know get to Jaron Hall as much as he can. So that's my player to watch for the Irish. Third down. It's where we give you a bold prediction, and we have not fared well in our bold predictions throughout the year, Mitch. So uh, hopefully this is – look – we make it bold for a reason. If we just want to throw something easy out there, we could. But we're uh, we're stretching our abilities to prognosticate here on the extended pregame coverage. For me, 
I think BYU is going to win the time of possession battle today. I think that BYU has to win the time of possession battle if they're going to win this football game because they have to sustain drives, and that will that will help the defense. If they only have 24, 25 minutes, the defense is going to be on the field too long. They're not going to be able to stop the run. They're not going to win the game. Like They have to possess the football, and if they can possess the football, it means that they're having some semblance of success rushing the ball offensively. So for me... BYU wins the time of possession battle. Will it be enough to get the win? You'll see in the next segment when we make our picks. But uh, there you go. There's mine. I have BYU scoring uh, two plays over 60 yards. Uh, so I'm saying two explosive touchdowns that are more than 60 yards. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that there's going to be some. Explosive is not the right okay. word. Because uh, Aaron uh, yeah, Roderick defined right. explosive. 10 yards plus. <laughs> so if a 15-yard if a pass play is explosive, what is a what is a potentially a okay, 60? We're, we're talking like a, a dynamite. Yeah, a, a, just uh, <laughs> a, yeah, I like that dynamite. A dynamite play. So I'm saying two sixty plus. I'm looking at maybe a a Pukunakua deep ball uh, for a touchdown. Maybe Jaron Hall pops off a big run in the scramble. So uh, something along those lines. BYU's offense is going to have to have uh, some easy scores uh, to to win this game today against Notre Dame. There you go. There is three and out, and it's brought to you by UCCU. They offer home equity lines of credit with no fees or closing costs. UCCU, love where you bank. It's a lot of fun here. We're inside Allegiant Stadium. We're about two hours and change from kickoff, and there's players at midfield right now on the Shamrock Series logo. It looks like they're having a pregame prayer. Yeah, Notre Dame players. Notre Dame players having a pregame prayer, so I think we're – we're getting to the point where the doors may even open here in the next few minutes, and we'll start to see some fans enter the uh, facility. So we're getting close, man. This was a highly anticipated football game, one that I did not want them to play. I wanted this to be in Provo, but I've changed my tune after having been here and just kind of seeing the buildup. It's going to be a spectacle in here, too. We were treated to a phenomenal uh, pregame concert, basically, from the Notre Dame band. We've seen some of the uh, in-arena uh, entertainment prep preparing as well. So for the people that are on their way to Allegiant Stadium, you're in for a treat. I think this is going to be a spectacle, Vegas style, I think, between two uh, recognizable national brands in college football. It's it's going to be a fun game, and I think that uh, I want this game to be well played. I don't want this to be a Oregon game. <laughs> exactly. I don't want this to be a situation where – BYU is getting boat raced in in the th- third quarter, and it's like thirty eight to seven. Well, this to be a hi- highly competitive football game where maybe it comes down to the wire, and there's some thrilling finish. Uh, I think that this there, this has the feeling of a big game that's going to have a, an epic finish and be one of the best games on the week six college football slate, and, and that's what I hope for. And I think a lot of Cougar fans want that. Obviously, BYU wants to come away with the win, but just to have a a good football game, at least, because what happened at Oregon the last time BYU lined it up against a P5 away from Provo, it was brutal performance. It was embarrassing. It wasn't honestly. fun. It wasn't it, fun. It was terrible. I mean, BYU was downright awful in that game, and that's that's where I think a lot of the questions come into this matchup is how much progress was made from that appearance in Eugene because the last two weeks didn't suggest that much progress had happened is a is a radically different BYU team defensively going to show up today here in Vegas we'll see uh you know I I would I would err on the side of caution because I feel like we kind of know what this defense with Elias Tuiaki and Ed Ed Lamb is going to be they're not going to be that group that's going to be 
creating the pressure with sacks. They're probably not going to get many takeaways. They have had two pick sixes courtesy of Max Tooley this year, but you kind of know what you're going to get with the defense. And then it, it lies on uh, you know, the offense. Can they get the ball enough? Uh, because if they do, I think they will put up numbers. But uh, you know, So that's what makes this uh, matchup so interesting is that how much progress has BYU made since that uh, trip to Oregon a few weeks ago where they just got completely boat raced. Let's get to a break here on extended pregame coverage. We'll wrap up our extended coverage from Allegiant Stadium on the other side with our score predictions and final thoughts on the matchup before we hand it over to network coverage for continued pregame. You're listening to Matt Biamonte, Mitch Harper, live from Allegiant Stadium. It's KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.